Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Network Podcast. I'm Gabriel Sedlak, and I have a lot to share with you here today. So let's get right to it. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for getting on the podcast. I am Gabriel Sedlak, and today is one of my favorite subjects. And the title is Why I Love Network Marketing. And um, I've been in the industry forever, and I'm going to share with you the reason why I have uh, devoted myself to the industry for so many decades. Um, first of all, I want to tell you where I am. I always start these podcasts off in uh, where I am and what, and what I'm doing. And so today's just been a great day. I, I, I got out of the house early. I've been doing errands, running around, listening to audiobooks. I love to listen to Audible. Uh, I have a bunch of them on there. And um, just grabbed uh, one, of your, one of those customizable pizzas, if you guys have ever been. There's a place called, uh, um, what is it called? It's called uh, Blaze. Yeah, that's it. Blaze Pizza. And uh, sat there and read some more strategy books. Um, I have a strategy book that I'm actually going through and, and kind of reworking some some systems that uh, that I use with the teams. And anyway, now I am just parked uh, under a nice shady tree. I have a nice coffee, and I and I have my headset on, and I'm going to share this with you. So, you know. Um, Case in point, why do I love home-based businesses? Because I can do what I just told you. This morning, I went and got some floor mats we had ordered for my wife's new vehicle and then um, got to visit with some of the owners of, of the facilities that are, that are good friends of mine. Then I drove across the city, and I was able to spend some time with my friends at Mercedes, and we discussed um, you know, some, some, uh, some future plans there and um, big meetings that we do and, and, and future vehicles, etc. And then I was able to take some conference calls and then you know, decided to pull over and grab the food and get into my book and then grab a coffee and sit here, and now I'm talking to you. And see, if you don't have a home-based business... It's not that easy to do that. I am a real uh, proponent, real proponent, just diehard proponent of wrapping your business around your life, not wrapping your life around your business. And you have to, you have to fight for that because even with the current times, right, in, in 2020, people are considering... Uh, work from home models, but not all work from home models give you the flexibility to literally, okay, for instance, I could be driving down the road and the kids are all with me and we could be doing whatever, doing errands, going shopping, whatever. Hold on, daddy's got a call. The kids all know, they just get quiet. Let me finish my phone call. Hey guys, I'm going to talk to the team in Canada. I'm going to talk to the team in, in Japan. I'm going to talk to the team in Australia. I'm going to talk to the team in you know, California or Florida or New York or Tennessee or, or Colorado, wherever it is, right? Uh, Guam, Puerto Rico, Hawaii. And I can do a video chat with them. And then, you know, if I want to just walk around for a few minutes, I can do that. Nobody is, um, nobody's style's cramped. The kids, we homeschool our kids. We've, we've homeschooled our kids forever because of the flexibility. I mean, my children are super entrepreneurial. They see life very, very differently. Um, they uh, appreciate the deeper things. They understand leverage rather than being leveraged. One of the big 
big points for me and as to why I love network marketing. And, um, you know, it's, it just gives us the ability to live life on our terms and then just ebb and flow accordingly. And so at the end of the day, you've both lived a full life with your family, present, doing what you want, but you've also been proactive, you've helped to support the team, and you've expanded your business. So I love network marketing. And the reason I say specifically network marketing, because a home-based business is a very general term, right? Uh, Even in my book, Cut It Out, Getting Your Head Straight in Network Marketing, it's very specific. uh, Home-based businesses may not give you this kind of freedom. I remember we took a a trip across country and decided to go all the way to California. So at the time we were living, where were we living? We were living in uh, the Gulf Coast, the Panhandle, there on the Gulf Coast, um, area called Sandestin. And we um, got in the car and went all the way across the country and literally uh, visited everything, saw everything, met with friends, met with teams, had incredible experiences, and yet made money and expanded our business the entire way. And also, we inspired our team because they were seeing that incredible venture we were taking, right? Adventure, I should say. And venture. But I just want to encourage you guys. So when I say why I love network marketing, let me just give you a little of my history. And let me, I guess the intention is to help you say, you know what, maybe I want that in my life. And if you are in a network marketing company, maybe this podcast will help you take it seriously because not everybody is. I think the statistics, if I'm not mistaken, uh, 70% of all people that join a network marketing company never bring in their first consultant or team member, and they never uh, uh, have the first customer. Think about that. So it's a, it's an amazing business. And when people say, well, you know, don't most people, you know, I hear, I hear things like, don't most people fail in network marketing? I'm like, no, most people fail at everything. What are you talking about? <laughs> so when, when 70% of the people that join an opportunity because of a knee jerk reaction many, many times, or it's a misalignment of expectation, they think it's going to be easier than it is or, or whatever, or that people are going to be meeting them with open arms, and they jump in, or they're at a gathering one day, and somebody says, hey, you know, if you join my, my, my company, you can get a better discount. Somebody just does. And, you know, all of those things factor into those numbers. But for the people that take the industry seriously, it is a phenomenon. Because it's one of the few things on earth that you absolutely have control to a huge degree. Yes, you have a team and the dynamics of how the organization grows affects you financially. Of course it does. But you are always in the driver's seat in the fact that you have your hand on the burner. When you're cooking a meal, you can turn the flame on very, very, very low. And you know what? If you want to heat the pan up more or cook things faster, guess what you can do? You can turn the heat up all the way to high. And that's the good an amazing thing that this industry does. And I always say this, network marketing opportunities give you a bit more control in your life. Are there unknowns? Sure. Are people fickle? Sure. Um, do, uh, there, there, is there drama? Sure. 
Is it uh, challenging to motivate yourself every day when you look in the mirror, you're looking at yourself? Sure. Is anybody holding your feet to the fire and risking uh, you being fired by not performing? No. So some would say it's easier to be in a traditional business because, you know, you have X, Y, and Z to do. You, you have your feet held to the fire, if you will, because you could lose your job if you don't perform. And people will do something like that blindly for years and decades. And even if somebody does everything right, never, never takes a sick day, misses every, every one of their children's games, and all the other sacrifices that many times come from working for a company, quote-unquote, in a traditional setting, people will do it faithfully to the death forever and not ask any questions. And, if, and they will perform even if they don't like it, if they don't um, want to come to work, if there's drama, if they lose bonuses, if they miss their kids' games, if they have to relocate all over the country constantly, they do it faithfully. And they'll do it regardless of the pain. Yet when somebody will join a home-based business, I should say specifically direct uh, network marketing company, like I said, they are different. People many times just take tremendous liberties, which is your prerogative to do. That's the beauty of it. If you want to make 50 or 100 or $500 a month in your network marketing company, fantastic. You can do it all day long. If you want to make, you know, these aren't claims here, folks, but the industry is definitely, uh, um, <laughs> you know, there are people that make a whole lot more than that. There are people that make, you know, oh gosh, when you when you talk like this, because the last thing I want to do is set anybody up, anybody else, anybody up, I should say, um, to be blown out by statements like this. But there are people that make 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100, 200, 300, 400, et cetera, et cetera, a month in this industry. Now, many of you just heard me say that and go, ah, snake oil, ah, can't handle that, because it immediately bursts the capacity of your mindset to handle it. If somebody makes 50 grand a year and the peak of hope is to make six figures a year one day, which when I remember when I was growing up, when somebody said, you know, well, my dad makes, you know, $100,000 a year. When I was a kid, that was like, are you kidding me? Who makes $100,000 a year? And it was a, um, it just blew my mind, right? Because we weren't doing that. I mean, because I, if you guys know my story, I, uh, there was a lot of sickness in my family as far as um, my dad got real ill. We lost everything. Um, my, my mom had a nervous breakdown and we just tried to cope. And so struggle, struggle, struggle is all we knew. So when somebody would say, you know, my, even, even 60 grand a year was like mind bending, now, when somebody dares say that they can make that a month, again, no guarantees, it's up to you, then the only thing they've done, folks, is they have captured leverage by scaling a business that gives them a little bit of a lot rather than a lot of a little bit. If you own 10 McDonald's franchises and you make 5% of what they bring in, that's pretty exciting. If you have one McDonald's franchise and you make 20% of what they bring in, it may be exciting, but it's not as exciting as having more. So the key is in a network marketing opportunity, you join, you have some early adopters, you have customers and consultants that join you. 
it scales. Most people will join and go into kind of neutral. They'll, they'll get what they want out of it. They'll do a little here, a little there. And that's the beauty of it. Some and many will be customers. If your company has great products, you'll have a tremendous amount of retention. If it's a product du jour or, um, you know, stuff that comes and goes, well, then you know what? It might be short-lived, and two years later, you're on to the next opportunity. You know, and, and many times, you don't want to get caught in that, so you have to be, uh, you have to scrutinize, you know, who and what company you're going to join because you want to follow, you know, obviously retention, a track record, and leaders that know what the heck they're doing. And the crazy part is, um, you know, most will join and do very little to anything. Some will become customers, and if the products are good, as I said, they're going to really enjoy it, and they're going to be long-term customers. Some of them will end up being consultants because they said, heck, I, I love the product so much, I can't help but share it, and they realize that there's a financial gain from that. Well, guess what? The more you grab hold on, the more you grab hold of the, of the opportunity of a home-based business, you realize that the $500 a month you made sharing it to the level you did can be scaled tenfold, can be scaled 20-fold. What if 10 people just like you joined you directly and they were building teams? And people will say, well, Gabriel, you know, do you worry about, uh, do you build, the, do you build uh, consultants or do you build uh, customers? And I, uh, the answer is yes. I mean, I'm actually right now staring at a Starbucks, right? Surprise, surprise. You guys know I like coffee. Staring at a Starbucks. And is Starbucks concerned about selling coffee? Absolutely. Not a dime changes hands in the company unless coffee is sold. It is the end game. It is the result. They better have good coffee. It better taste good. It better be consistent, readily available. It can't be too bitter. They can't have any issues where somehow, you know, the, the, the crops where they get their coffee from are somehow poisoned and the bad press messes up. The, the product has to be great. But do you know what they're very concerned about? More so than just getting people to buy coffee, they're extremely concerned about how many Starbucks on corners can they put coffee shops? Because the more corners they have coffee shops on, the more coffee they sell. And doesn't every company work that way? Whether it's virtual, bought online, you know why Amazon's so powerful? Because people have a thought, oh gosh, you know what I need to get? I need to get some slider thingies that go underneath the chair legs of my dining room table. Oh, hang on a second. They grab their phone, flip it up, look for slider thingies, and it's at their house the next day. So their points of distribution of that company is in your hand at any given whim. Every time you turn around, I, I remember one time I was in Houston, Houston, Texas, and um, hold on, let me take a sip of the coffee from the place that I'm actually sitting in front of. Hold on. So I remember one time I was in Houston, Texas, in uh, one of their midtown districts. And it was the funniest thing. We had stopped at this amazing Tex-Mex place, and I noticed that there was a Starbucks next to it. But it was at a big four-way intersection, and there was a Starbucks on the other corner, and there was a Starbucks on the other corner. 
Wait a minute, there's a Starbucks on the other corner. All four corners had a Starbucks. Why? Because each direction of of traffic was captured by a coffee shop. Now, they could have had one on one corner. And depending on the convenience of how somebody could, you know, was in the intersection, they're driving by or turning around or going, turning around, doing U-turn, getting back in the, uh, on the traffic light, turning, getting across, you know, if they only had one on that intersection, they would have been fractional. But I guarantee you it is exponential the amount of coffee they sold because they had points of distribution. So why do I love network marketing? Because there's a little army of people or a large army of people, depending on what you want to do. I have never played with the industry very much. I've always treated it very seriously. So I've, uh, even personally, we have quite a large organization. And you know what? Every time they sell product or anytime anybody joins and they start to build a business, I get a little percentage of that growth because we helped not only start it, we helped cultivate it, and we're consistently inspiring and speaking to the people all through the organization to encourage them, whether it's business building skills, product answers, etc. And so we're rewarded for the gains, right? Now you tell me why people have a problem. I don't have a lot of people bark at me about home-based businesses, but there's still an element of people out there that have this very strange concept that somehow it's not as legitimate as a traditional business. I'm going to tell you something. There's nothing more powerful when you can empower an individual to gain freedom. Why do I love home-based businesses? Because of the freedom you have. If you want to create something for your children and your children's children, the industry is capable of doing it. That's as far as I'll go with that. And if wrapping your business around your life is something you want to do, a lot of people don't. I mean, I hear people say, you know what, I I love leaving the house. I love going to work and working with a bunch of other people during the day. I'm not being funny. You know, leaving their spouse and their kids, you know, kids at school, spouse is doing something else and they see them at night. There are people that enjoy that. That is not me at all. Except for today running around, I usually don't even go to the mailbox without my wife. I mean, I want to be with her all the time. Because remember, the the, the grass you water grows healthy. And the fact that she and I are able to cultivate our relationship constantly and with the children, our family and our experiences are very, very rich, very green, and very lush. We're not watering it occasionally. I'm not giving her crumbs. I'm not giving the kids crumbs. There are things that I have to miss, but it doesn't wound anybody because it's not just the way it is. It's very occasional and the kids understand because I spend 99% of the time with them and with my wife doing everything else. And that's the path we've chosen. So, you know, why do I love a home-based business? I love leverage because remember, unless you're actively pursuing your dreams, somebody has probably hired you to fulfill theirs. Now that may not float your boat. You may not care. You might say, that's right. I have a job. I get a paycheck. I get a 401, whatever. keep my job for my benefits, et cetera, et cetera. That is fine. I am not knocking, quote, traditional work. 
But what most people don't realize is there is an entire world out there of entrepreneurialism that allows people to come alive. And what do I mean by that? What you're called to do, what your gifts and your talents are, if you believe that, better be cultivated and better be um, focused on. Because the last thing you want to do is find out that your, all of your gifts and talents and your passions for life were just always put on the back burner because you had to be quote-unquote realistic to work for a company that all too often many times still sees you as disposable because at any given time you could be let go. And yet you've sacrificed everything for that company and yet you're still disposable. And let's just get real, people. Let's just get real. Oh, what if your home-based business quits? What if your network marketing company stops? Fine. At least with the skills that you learn in a, home, in, a, in a network marketing company, you can literally take that anywhere in life. So personal development, leadership skills, looking in the mirror and taking personal accountability and responsibility for your results. How rare is that today when everybody blames everybody else for everything that they don't have rather than getting off of their rear ends and actually doing something about it? Bound people that are in prison are the ones that blame other people for their circumstances. Free people, truly free in spirit and in, and in experience, are those that take personal responsibility and say, you know what, I am a thermostat, I am not a thermometer, I can change the temperature if I want to. If it will be, it's up to me. And they're not afraid to take responsibility for that and own it. The greatest freedom I've ever experienced in the working world. I, you know, I've, I've been in the, uh, the industry since I was 18, right? I'll be uh, 50 next August. I've done it. 95% of my working career has been in home-based businesses. I should say specifically, forgive me, network marketing companies. And, you know, anyway, not to belabor this, but I just... I love it because the things I want to pursue, the gifts and talents, the things that my kids are good at, the things that my wife wants to pursue, the things that I want to pursue are all possible in tandem along with building my business because I have leverage now that gives me the capacity to have more time and more money, which creates freedom. Because he who's rich in time is really the wealthy one. I could care less how much, somebody, how much money somebody makes if they're bound by it and they're not free. The fr if somebody is, even if somebody makes less but they're free, now there's wealth. Because the richest people these days are not the ones that wake up in the morning and your car and your house and all the stuff you're in debt to says, Ha ha, good morning. Now it's time to work real hard to pay for me. And you're going to take a huge percent of that in interest and throw it down the toilet. No, the people that are rich in time say, you know what? My car serves me. My house serves me. My business serves me. Money and time are my servant. I am not the servant of money and time. That's real freedom. See, that's what this business in this industry does. Why do I like home-based businesses? Because I never miss a moment with my kids. I said that before, but you can't. Put a price on that. I, I, every day, I, 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 it must be every day. It's, it seems so often. I'll be somewhere public 
and I'll watch a parent looking at a family or looking at my family. They say this all the time to us. I heard it again yesterday. Lady looks over and she goes, you, you better not blink. It passes fast and they grow up. My kid's 41 and 37 and 29. Boy, I sure miss those days. And you know when somebody says that and, and they're okay with it because there's, there's a... Each new chapter of life has its own glories and there's a beauty in each stage. But you also know when people say it and they're um, saddened by the statement. And more times than not, I hear it's in a, in a saddened tone. You know, I've been ridiculed because I've chosen this profession. I, I cannot tell you how many friends I have come across over the years. Acquaintances, friends. People I've run into. That said, oh yeah, yeah, well I don't, I don't know about that. Mm. And then they look a year or two or three or four or five or six or ten or fifteen or whatever years later and they see our lives and again, please, I am not pointing fingers. Hear me. And they go, I, 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 I hear this all the time. Gabriel, when you approached me back when, I thought you were crazy. I wish I had done it then. I just didn't have the mindset to listen. And here I am, because many times I'll hear these people say it, and they will have joined either the, the company we're involved with or another company, and they'll say, I just wish I had joined and listened six years, eight years, five years, two years earlier. People say, well, you know, it wasn't their time yet, and blah, blah, blah. Look, I'm sorry, opportunity knocks, and it's, it's not the time for anything. You just have to make the time. And people have this crazy logic that when things work out, it must have been the right time. When things don't work out, it must have not been the right time. And they treat that like a mathematical formula. When the truth is, is that, what do they say, the best plant time to plant a tree was 20 years ago? The second best time is today? It's always now. Now is the best time for an opportunity. Excuse me. And I'm just, so it hurts me when people feel remorse. And I, 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 I always say, listen to me. I say, yes, you should have joined then. Absolutely. Now, go take yourself behind the building and give yourself a big spanking. And now let's talk about it. Because you know what? Today's the next best time. Extend grace upon yourself. Extend mercy upon yourself. You know what? You may have missed it then, but you know what? Learn from my mistakes. Do it bigger, better, faster, and more efficiently than any of us did. And take the thing farther quicker. Records are made to be broken. Who cares how fast we did or didn't grow? You do it better. And that's an, it's a tremendous encouragement for folks that feel like they missed it. And if any of you are considering getting a network marketing company or re-engaging in the one you're in, or you feel like you have missed the boat because X number of years ago, the company that approached you, everybody has seemingly gone into this, gone on to this uh, sale, uh, into the sunset, successful, and you're still um, struggling, maybe more than you wish you were. 
Shake that off of you. We are the ones that judge ourselves the worst. A home-based business is simply this. A reputable company or a reputable product empower you to share a message. The two forms of distribution are the corners in which you would, quote, put the coffee shops on, like I explained earlier, meaning distributors, and customers. Every transaction in your company is a product transaction. Your distributors are, are using the product, and the customer base is using the product, which is exponentially larger than the distributor base. If your organization, depending on your compensation plan, uh, and you let's say your organization moves $50,000 worth of product a month, let's say there's a, I don't know, 50 people in your team, 100 people in your team, whatever. Let's say there's 10, 10, uh, 10 consultants and 40 customers. Whatever the math is, folks. I mean, you know, whatever the math is. And you get, you get a percentage of that. Well, let, let's say 200 people end up in, inadvertently joining the team. So somebody joins somebody, joins somebody. You've got a few layers of the organization. And now you have exponentially more points of distribution or corners with coffee shops on it. Well, guess what? You're going to sell a heck of a lot more coffee. And you know what? Now let's say there's $200,000 in your organization. And you're going to get a little piece of that, a little slice of it, a small percentage. Everything today is referral-based. Everything. It's becoming more and more prevalent. Why shouldn't you be rewarded for the organization you helped to create and continue to fertilize, grow, prune, and keep healthy? And as you scale it up, you're paid a little bit. Why shouldn't you? Of course you should. And when you get to a place where you start to have more time freedom, guess what? Suddenly you went, you were doing it part-time, and then eventually you're able to go full-time. Well, guess what? Now residual income, because consistently now your organization is producing a certain amount, you're able to actually live better on 60% of what you were, of what you were, of 100% of what you were making before, because now you're not gone all day. Now you're not giving your best hours to, quote, a company, so even 60% of what you were doing before, if you have it residually, and if you have your time back, you're far, far farther ahead than if you were getting 100% otherwise. And you're able to pursue your dreams. You're able to say, you know what, I want to take up painting again. You know what, I want to do, uh, I never, I, I've always wanted to hike. Well, go, go hiking. You know what, I've always wanted to go biking with my kids and go biking. You know what, I've always wanted to volunteer. Well, go volunteer. I've always wanted to adopt animals. Then go adopt animals. Whatever your passion is, you want to go sailing, go sailing. Because you have a mechanism of business, because of your money and your time are now being leveraged rather than you being leveraged. The more time and the more money you have working for you, the wealthier, using a little W, you can become. The only reason that Jeff Bezos makes the money he makes is because he is offering a service to far more people than other companies. That's all it is. He's offering a service that creates massive convenience for the, for the world. The larger your organization is, the more you're servicing them, and you'll make more because you're getting a little bit of more. I know this is simpleton language. I know that this is not heady enough for many of you. But folks, you're either being leveraged or you have leverage. 
And when you can tap into the power of a seed, you realize, as they say, the old saying goes, any man can count the seeds in an apple, but only God can count the apples in a seed. What happens when you plant your talent? And other, what happens when you take the seed and you plant it in the field and suddenly you have a tree, one tree from it? Well, that one tree now produces 500 apples. Each apple has, what, nine seeds in it? Nine or ten seeds? Whatever it is. Then now you take the 500 times 10 and you plant all those seeds. Suddenly now you have acres. You eat some, you give some away. Some of the trees don't make it. Some of you have to prune back. Some of the apples die off. Guess what? The multiplication effect kicks in. And out of that one seed, you now have something bigger. That's all this is is it gives you the capacity through leverage to have a larger harvest by how you plant. Now, either you work 50 hours a week and you're paid for 50 hours, or you can work, let's just say, 10 hours a week, but you have a team of 200 people that are all working five hours a piece. What's well, 200 times 5? It's 1,000 hours of productivity you're being paid on. I'd rather have the 1,000 hours than the 50 hours of my time. This is why the industry is beautiful. Are there yahoos in it? Sure. Do people come and go? Sure. Such as human nature. Such as human nature. Such as every other venture. When somebody says, don't most people fail in network marketing, I say, well... You know, most people fail as professional golfers. Most people fail, unfortunately, in, in, in marriage, not, not to use the term too harshly. Most people fail as salespeople. Most people fail as uh, professional motorcycle racers. Most people fail as, as uh, triathlon runners. Most people fail. I mean, it, it's, it's – and just because somebody fails – I mean, do you know how many companies I've been in? I've been in, I think, 11 or 12 or 13 or 14. I – think this last one uh, that I'm currently in been in 12 years over 12 years very thankful but I was in companies that I gave my best to and it fell apart for some unknown reason it wasn't a fit something didn't work right I just didn't click with it or the company wasn't in order and it and it went away well I didn't say the industry failed network marketing is a joke Are you kidding me that's like somebody saying that they had a they dated somebody in high school and the and and the experience was so sour that every other experience for the rest of their life must be sour because of that one. And unfortunately, that's how people do. They'll take one example or they'll listen to their 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 their, their buddy's friend who failed in the industries, uh, uh, mailman who told them a story they heard 20 years ago, and somehow the entirety of the industry is demonized because of one person's experience. Aren't we all wiser than that? Of course we are. I don't care if every, if every marriage failed. Mine doesn't have to. If every business venture failed, mine doesn't have to. If everybody's children's are, children are, are, are wild and, and hell-bent in, in bad behavior, mine don't have to. If everybody else failed on a diet program, I, would, I don't have to. If that's what you do, we just have to realize the industry is magnificent for those people that treat it properly. And if things go sour, guess what? You find another company or you adjust or you take responsibility. You don't say your leaders were losers. Your company was a loser. Of course not. You say, you know what? I was a loser. You take responsibility 
And you say, you know what? Now it's time for me to improve myself so that I don't repeat the pattern. I love home-based businesses because of the freedom it gives me. I love home-based businesses because I'm always with my wife and my children. I love home-based businesses because I build my my business around my life, not my life around my business. I love home-based businesses because I can make as much money as I want to. I love home-based businesses because I can be as engaged or not engaged as I desire. I love home-based businesses because I can travel and be anywhere on the planet as long as I have my phone in my hand. I can continue to build my business. I can be in the parking lot of a Starbucks. I can be at Disney World. I can be anywhere. I can be at the water park with my kids anywhere and I can build it. This is something that all of you should desire to at least put your toe in the water, be involved in a network marketing opportunity, wiggle your toe a little bit, begin to absorb it, learn, allow your faith level in the model to grow and let it be an additional stream of income. You know, I, I love it. People always use the, the term millionaire and all this, right? But, uh, you know, the average millionaire, to use the term, has, what, uh, five to seven streams of income? There's always something going on. They always have, why would we put all of our chips on one bet? Why would we bank our entire lives, our family, our homes, our ability to provide for our families all on one job that we hope to goodness they value value us enough to not let us go if there's some hiccup. I don't care who you are. In my opinion, you should have a network marketing opportunity that you're pursuing at some level. It's that good. It's that fun. And there's not a college course. There's not a... Uh, uh, that you could take, in my opinion, that can teach you more about yourself because a home-based business has this magnificent capacity. I don't mean home-based business. I know I keep saying that. A network marketing opportunity has the, has the capacity and forces you to look in the mirror every day. And that is a fearful thing, but it's also an amazing thing. Because at first, you may not like what you see in the mirror. But eventually, you look in the mirror and go, My goodness, I'm so proud of what I see in the mirror. Let's even do better. And it's my hope, as I end this podcast, that you guys have just taken a little bit of what I've said. I haven't talked about comp plans and, you know, I was I tried to keep the whole income side of it um, diplomatic. But at the end of the day, I hope that what I've said encourages you to not allow anybody, anybody else's experience, any company you've ever been involved with, any story you've ever heard, or your own discipline or lack thereof to get in the way of a network marketing company being used as another form of leverage so you can create the freedom that you should and so much deserve. Because, my friends, you are gifted. You're called to do something on this planet while you're here. And I'm sorry, we live in a world of commerce. And all the good intentions in the world don't pay the bills. And you better have money and time being your servant so that you can actually be free enough to focus on what you're called to do. So I hope that this podcast encourages you. I've written a book, again, called Getting Your Head um, uh, Cut It Out, Getting Your Head Straight in Network Marketing. I know it'll be a, a huge encouragement for you. 
I go pretty, I'm pretty direct, <laughs> pretty, pretty direct, pretty, pretty transparent uh, in that book. And the industry is magnificent. And no time, even like the present, where there's a giant spotlight being shined in everybody's personal lives saying, you know what, maybe I need some more options. Maybe I need some more leverage. Maybe I need some more freedom. Maybe I should consider another stream of income. And if you choose a network marketing opportunity, start taking full response, start doing it and immediately take full responsibility for the results. Don't blame the lack of actions or actions on your teams, on your company, or any of your leaders. Take responsibility. You can be a champion for your family. You can be a champion for yourself. You can be a champion for your kids. And it's just a whole lot of fun because my favorite thing in the world is just to say, hey, guys, tell you what, pack your bags. Let's just go take a road trip. And we never have to say, well, we got to get the kids back to school on Monday. We never say, oh, daddy's got to get back to work. We never say any of that stuff. We say, yeah, let's do it. Pack the bags, let's go. And as a family, we get to drink richly from life through experience. And in the nooks and crannies of that, I get to build my business. It's the greatest thing in the world, folks. I love network marketing. I love these opportunities. I love this industry. And I hope that you grow to love it as well. See you in the next podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Network Podcast. I really hope this message was timely and just what you needed to hear. Don't forget to subscribe to hear the latest episodes. And if you work for yourself in a home-based business or are thinking about joining one, then be sure to pick up a copy of my latest book, Cut It Out, available at gabrielsedlack.com and on Amazon. Until the next time. Thank <laughs> you.